more of the sport market, rating and debating the bulls and bears of sports business. Kuzmenko tips the puck forward to Miller, cutting in. Kuzmenko scores! Could have used a lot more of that Thursday night against the defending Stanley Cup champion Vegas Golden Knights, but Andre Kuzmenko playing better since missing two games as a healthy scratch and, of course, is scoring that goal in the third period for the Vancouver Canucks. But it was too little, too late. Uh, the Canucks looking to bounce back against the Calgary Flames this weekend and certainly what began as a real poor start for the Flames and the Edmonton Oilers, both those two Alberta teams have turned things around, which means that December and the rest of this three quarters of the NHL hockey season should be pretty interesting stuff indeed. We mentioned earlier this weekend, of course, the Edmonton Oilers are now riding all of a sudden a four-game winning streak. Toronto Maple Leafs also doing quite well, except having trouble winning in regulation time. They lost in OT to none other than Connor Bedard and the Chicago Blackhawks last week. And uh, one of the interested observers at uh, uh, the game was Jeff Andreas of Radio NL 610 AM Kamloops, a part of the Sport Market Radio Network. I certainly have the privilege of joining Jeff and Bill on the uh, morning show um, uh, whenever they need uh, a, a sport business perspective. Uh, Jeff, welcome aboard. Thank you for taking time out of your weekend. I know you'd prefer to still be in uh, uh, Chicago and uh, uh, taking in other Toronto Maple Leafs games as well. Oh, no doubt about that, Tom. Um, yeah, that uh, that game was pretty terrible, I'm going to be honest. I mean, it was exciting. Went to overtime. Can't complain about that. But, uh, yeah, pretty sloppy play overall. Now, uh, how long have you had this in your calendar saying that, okay, Leafs, Blackhawks uh, in Chicago, I'm going to be there. When did the notion first arrive for you? I would say probably the draft lottery day. As soon as we found out Bedard's going to <laughs> Chicago, it's like, well, that's the trip. That's the trip this year. So me and my dad, we went. It was a great time. Uh, it was quick. We went on uh, Thanksgiving Thursday. It was unbelievable how dead Chicago was on a Thursday night downtown. But uh, I guess it's Thanksgiving. It's a big deal down there, right? We're talking to Jeff Andreas of Radio NL 610 AM, uh, Kamloops, part of the Sport Market Radio Network and the Sportsnet Radio Network when it comes to the sport market. What were your impressions of the United Center? It is the uh, largest arena when you include standing room in the National Hockey League and second only to the Bell Center in terms of uh, seating manifest. Uh, uh, what, what were your impressions as you walked in to the United Center for Leafs versus Blackhawks? Well, uh, like I walked in through the uh, the gift shop, uh, through the apparel store, and it was unbelievable. Like how everything was laid out, um, jerseys, everything. Like I mean, any store is going to be like that. But the fact that we walked in through it into the arena was kind of unique. I've been to I think twelve NHL arenas now, and that was the first time I've gone through, uh, you know, that sort of a, a setup. So that was pretty cool. Um, and overall. I didn't walk the concourse a ton, but I would say definitely top notch. Um, Vegas and probably Edmonton, maybe Seattle would probably be like the ones on par, the newer arenas, right? They're a lot of cookie cutter stuff, but uh, Chicago seemed to have a little bit more uniqueness to it. 
on the inside, not so much on the outside, but on the inside. Um, yeah, overall impression, it was it was a neat arena. Um, but as far as arenas go these days, I mean, they're they're not overly impressive. I don't know if you have a different opinion on this, Tom, but uh, every arena I go to now, it feels pretty cookie cutter. Well, certainly you appreciate some of those with the special bells and whistles. You also appreciate those that through renovation have been able to sort of keep up with the times, but expecting a 20, 30 year arena with no renovation to continue to do the trick, I think is a mistake. Uh, I I do think though, that when you've got two original six franchises squaring off, the atmosphere makes up for the shortcomings of the arena. At least that would be my take. And on that note, uh, how many, Leafs jerseys on this particular game day in Chicago? Ooh, that's a tough one. I'd say it was probably maybe a 20-80 split. 20% Leafs fans, 80% Chicago, somewhere in there. And every time I go to a Leafs game, I've probably been to, been to like 20. It's usually 50-50 at worst when you're at an away game. Uh, so I was a little surprised with that. I guess that's probably American holiday too, right? A lot of people were out. It was an afternoon game on Black Friday. So I guess the Chicago fans were really taking that one in. Uh, but I was a little surprised. I, I felt it was a little quiet from a Leafs standpoint from the, from the fans in there. Like, there was some go Leafs, go chance, but they were pretty, pretty quiet. What was your uh, scouting report on a certain Connor Bedard? Yeah, so he is definitely a boy amongst men right now. I can say that with absolute certainty. I mean, when he has the puck... He looks great. When he doesn't have the puck, he still seems a little bit lost. I, I kind of likened it. Like, I saw him in Kamloops when he was playing with Regina, and obviously he was the best player, well, probably the second best player on the ice next to Logan Stankoven, but we can save that for another time. But uh, when when he had the puck, he was all in, go, 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 motor, motor. Definitely, you know, the skill was on display the whole time. But he felt a little bit lazy without it. Now I wouldn't say he was lazy in the game. I saw him play for the Blackhawks, but he was definitely, um, he was just small. Like he looks like so small. He kind of reminded me of what was the analogy I used? Like when you have a dad's game, like 40 year olds playing on a Wednesday night and <laughs> someone is sick last minute. So they bring their 12 year old kid who plays triple a, he's really good, but he's, you know, getting pushed off the puck easy. Like, that's kind of the best analogy I can think of here. Um, unbelievable, great skill, definitely needs to man up, I guess. I'd say the right word because he's strong, right? You look at him, he's got the size of tree trunks. So, like, he is a, as, about as big as an 18-year-old who is, what, 5'8 can get. But, uh, yeah, he's he's going to be kind of on the... Jack Hughes trend, I would say, right? Like Jack Hughes, when he came in, he was great. He had skill, but he, he was small. He was getting pushed off the puck easy. Bedard, kind of the same way. A uh, little more, little, little better, I would say. First year, 18 points in 20 games, no big deal. But yeah, he's, he's going to be a star. He already is probably a star. I mean, he's the best player on Chicago, bar none. I mean, who else is on Chicago? Uh, <laughs> Lucas Reichel was, was a young player. Alex Vlasic looks good. But that's kind of where it ends, right? You got uh, Nick Foligno, Tyler Johnson, Taylor Hall, RIP to him and his season. But, you know, it's, it's, it's not really an NHL team. He's the only one of a handful of real pro hockey players on the Blackhawks. So overall, 
very impressed with him, but he definitely needs a team around him and needs to get a little bit uh, more acclimated to the NHL level. We're talking to Jeff Andreas of Radio NL, 610 AM, Kamloops. Uh, Jeff, uh, before uh, we let you go, it's been such a difficult week for the Kamloops sports community, the Kamloops community, the TRU uh, community, the tragic mm-hmm. uh, uh, accident and death of Owen McInnes and serious injuries to two of his uh, teammates with the TRU uh, men's uh, uh, volleyball team. Uh, uh, Kamloops is such a tightly knit community. Something like this can't happen with, without causing the entire city uh, to stand still. No doubt. Um, absolute tragedy struck on Wednesday afternoon, 3 o'clock. Um, unfortunate car collision. Um, yeah, the whole community is really reeling. The Wolfpack community, the entire Thompson Rivers University, um, it's basically stopped school for good reason here at this point. And yeah, I, I don't really have words here, Tom, for you. I, I just know like the whole city has really taken note of what happened. A uh, real tragic story. Three young men in their twenties. Um, the one obviously losing his life, unfortunately, and the other two are hanging on for dear life now at this point. So we're, we're all pulling for them, hoping they can come through and uh, you know, continue to live somewhat of a productive life here moving forward because we don't know what the injuries are, but they certainly don't sound good at this point. So condolences to the families, uh, the entire Thompson Rivers University community and yeah, us here in Kamloops. It's been a, it's been a tough couple of days. That's for sure. Jeff, we so appreciate under those circumstances, you making time for us. Uh, uh, thanks so much. Uh, we'll look forward to talking to you again real soon. Our thoughts, of course, with, uh, with you, the TRU community and the entire Kamloops community. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Much appreciated. He is Jeff Andreas of Radio NL, 610 AM, Kamloops. Uh, somebody else who uh, is directly connected to the Kamloops community is our own John Festinger. We'll get into the first of two buy and sell panel discussions with him next. Uh, of course, he's uh, teaching at TRU, uh, certainly was uh, uh, affected in a big way by the tragedy of this week. And certainly, uh, a lot of BC communities are like this, especially sport communities, uh, very, very tightly knit. Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, collaboration and, and, you know, bilateral support across the, uh, across the board. Uh, certainly we saw that in the response by the city of Kamloops uh, as a community to this tragedy. It is Buy and Sell, presented by Pastime Sports and Games, John Festinger, Aziz Rajwani, Tino Farah, and myself.